Brother Dell here again, the forgiving one of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Remember Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hey, what I want to talk about in this episode is guilt. What are you guilty about? And to get a quick definition of guilt, I'm going to read it in the dictionary. Give me a moment and I'll find it. I just had it. I need to pull it up again. It says here, guilt, as a noun, says the fact or state of having committed an offense, crime, violation, or wrong, especially against moral or penal law, culpability. Here's another definition. A feeling of responsibility or remorse for some offense, crime, wrong, etc., whether real or imagined. Conduct involving the commission of such a crime, wrongs, etc. So that's what we mean by guilt. What are we guilty about? Are, are you guilty about not paying your taxes? Are you guilty because you perhaps are married and you flirted with someone? And you feel a sense of remorse about that? Are you guilty because you did not do the job that you were supposed to do? You didn't work as hard as you should have worked? What are you, what are you guilty about? And that word I know a lot of people would rather not talk about because it makes us feel weak. It makes us feel vulnerable. And a lot of people don't want to feel guilt because then that means that they have to, or they should rather, apologize because of the guilt that they're feeling because ordinarily when we feel guilt we've done something wrong we've offended someone we've said something wrong we've done something wrong or we have not done something that we were supposed to do often called a sin of uh, omission we uh, we have omitted something that we should have done and of course we also commit sins of commission doing things that we should not have done so both are sins. It's a two-sided, obviously it's a coin with two sides. And so what I want to talk about in this um, podcast episode is do we feel guilty about the things that we do because, because of our sins make us feel guilty? In other words, our conscience is uh, accusing us of wrongdoing, which it should do, or Do we feel guilty towards God Almighty knowing that the guilt or the sin that we've committed far exceeds just the offense that we commit to one another in a horizontal way, but we commit guilt ultimately against our maker? Do we have that type of guilt? In other words, do we have a guilt that leads to godly repentance or do we have just a natural guilt that will lead to an ungodly repentance because believe it or not there is such a thing as an ungodly repentance and sorrow and so that's what I want to talk about I mean how I mean how are you handling your guilt are you piling up sin because of your guilt in other words you have um done something wrong you've offended somebody maybe you you've done something really really bad you may perhaps have abused your spouse you've cheated on your spouse so instead of being remorseful and being contrite and being humiliated by your your um, conduct 
by your deviant behavior, by your wicked behavior and going to them and begging for their forgiveness, you compound the sin by maybe having too much to drink, uh, getting high for men that are sometimes that are caught with their hands in a cookie jar, so to speak. If they've committed adultery, they may compound that problem by going to a strip club. In other words, you're making the matter, you're making the situation worse than, than what it already is. So how do we deal with our guilt? Do we drown our sorrows and doing um, even more stupid things? Or do we go to God like we should and, and confess our sins? And because he is faithful and just, he'll forgive us of our sins, the Bible says, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, 9. So, and the verse after that, the 10th verse of 1 John says, if we say we have no sin, then it says that we're liars and the truth is not in us. So this is the thing that I wanted to drive home. We need to feel guilty when we do wrong. All right. It humbles us. It lets us, it it lets us know that we still have a moral compass and it will, I I think ultimately prevent us from spiraling deeper, deeper into the uh, abyss of sin and unrighteousness. For those of you who may be listening to this and you don't care about whom you harm and you don't care about doing wrong and you make the excuse that well I'm just only human this is what I do this is who I am I can't change what you're really saying to yourself is that you're unwilling to change this is how you are and that we and that people just have to accept you as you are even though you're out of control you're a wrecking ball with your life and you have no regard for whom you harm or whom you afflict so that's not the right approach. That's wrong, and that's and that's showing um, irresponsibility, is showing disrespect to your fellow man, and ultimately to God. Because see, when we mess up, we, well, we rather when we uh, mess up upon one another, when we do each other wrong, not only are we harming each other, we're harming and we're disrespecting the God in whom's image we're made in. You follow what I'm saying? So, it is a good thing to feel guilty but not to the point where you do something worse than what brought upon the guilt in the first place. In other words, let me let me give an example. I'm going to go to the gospel. And of course, we know about Judas Iscariot. I mean, we think about betrayers. He's public enemy number one when we because he betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ for a mere 30 pieces of silver. And just for the record, 30 pieces of silver during that time in biblical history was the price of of a slave so that's how uh, disrespectful and demonically uh, thoughtless how thoughtless uh, Judas thought about his Lord that he would sell him out for a mere 30 pieces of silver so but what happened is Judas's conscience ended up killing him in the um, I guess in the moral sense this is what we read and you just have to bear with me and I'll and I'll find it and it says this here and we're in um, Matthew actually I'm in Matthew's gospel and I'm gonna go to the 26th chapter and this is what it says Matthew chapter 26 and nope that's not the right chapter so let me get let me get it together 
and Matthew chapter 27 all right I got it starting with verse 3 it says then Judas who had betrayed him saw that he had been condemned in other words he saw that Jesus had been condemned he felt remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders saying I have sinned by betraying innocent blood but they said what is that to us see that see to that yourself and he threw the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary and departed and he went and hanged himself so that's what I mean by having an ungodly sorrow and an ungodly repentance he was sorry for what he did but what happened is that his sorrow didn't drive him to repent of his sins before the Lord so that he could be forgiven rather his ungodly sorrow drove him to kill himself which was the plan of the devil in the first place because remember remember the devil's or Satan's modus operandi he comes only to kill steal and to destroy that's in John chapter 10 verse 10 and so what he wanted to do in Judas he accomplished all right so if anybody felt guilty it was Judas Iscariot because remember I mean he was one of the apostles he traveled with Jesus he performed miracles because God gave him the power to do it now Jesus of course wasn't naive and he wasn't blindsided by Judas's betrayal because he had mentioned in John chapter 6 at the end of the chapter that he says haven't I chosen you 12 and one of you is a devil and and the scripture said that he's making reference to Judas Iscariot who would betray him Jesus, Jesus knew it in the beginning who was going to betray him and turn their back on him and defect and so he knew what Judas was going to do so but getting back to the point of the guilt issue Judas was guilty he was remorseful because he knew he betrayed a man who had committed no sin and so that um, that guilt ate him alive and to the point where he was so guilty he his um his sinful pride would not allow him to humble himself to the extent that he could come to the Lord Jesus Christ who loved him and say master I have sinned against you please forgive me and God would have done it but because he did not give himself the opportunity to repent he took his own life which which is what the devil wanted him to do in the first place that's why he entered into him so he could drive him to betray the Lord and then feel guilty for committing that act of sin so uh, that's what I mean by guilt so that's not the type of guilt that you want to have to the point where you drive yourself into an act of suicide All right, you want to have a guilt that will drive you to repentance and so in order for a person to have that repentance after experiencing guilt for their their um, heinous uh, life of sin is that you need to receive the love of the gospel truth because it is the gospel message that has the power unto God to save you follow what I'm saying so I know this is an unpopular message it's it's an unconventional one but that's why I wanted to talk about the guilt issue because 
we all have guilt, right? But the problem is that most people, guilt doesn't drive them to repent of their sins and come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Rather, their guilt, sometimes when we feel guilty, we get mad, not at ourselves, but at the person that caused us to get mad at them and then have guilt as a result of getting mad at them. That's a twisted way of thinking because of our lack of humility. We get mad at the person. And so oftentimes when people feel guilty about things that they've done wrong, they won't go to the person and say, hey, listen, what I did was out of line. I disrespected you. Um, I'm very sorry. And it was wrong. And hopefully you can uh, forgive me. That is something that we generally don't do because our pride, our foolish pride, doesn't allow us to do it and so if we don't do it horizontally we definitely don't do it vertically in other words we don't say or confess our sins to the Lord God Almighty whom we have to give an account to at the end of our lives and at the end of time when judgment is going to be upon us okay so once again, feeling guilty that drives a person to godly repentance is a good thing because if you don't have any guilt, if you don't have a moral compass, if your conscience has been seared, then you have no feeling. You're like a tin man and you won't be remorseful. You won't be compassionate. You won't be humble and you will be a dangerous person to be around because you will do things and you will excuse yourself for your sins instead of accusing yourself for your sin. I'm going to say that again. So if you're a thoughtless and a heartless type of person, when you commit sin, you won't you won't accuse yourself. You won't um, you won't condemn yourself. You will excuse yourself. You will make excuses. You will pardon yourself. You will. Um, not take responsibility for your actions and a person like that is generally uh, as uh, there's a word called it's called incorrigible where you cannot get through that person's thick skull because they have put a fortress of stone and brass and, and any other type of metal around their heart where you can't penetrate it it's it's not pliable and the Bible talks about that having a stony heart so guilt is a good thing ladies and gentlemen if it drives you to godly repentance guilt is um, can be a bad thing if that guilt is a uh, unrepentant guilt or an unrepentant and an ungodly sorrow that drives you to do something more drastic than the sin that brought upon that guilt and that um, that condemnation of judgment in the first place. So don't be like Judas, okay? When you've done wrong, go to the person whom you've offended and seek their peace, seek their forgiveness. Humble yourself and say, "Hey, look, what I did was wrong. I've come, I've gone to God, and I've confessed my sin to God. But now I need to make things right with you." Okay, that's all I wanted to say in regards to guilt. God bless you for listening. Until next time.